Welcome to the Incomparable Podcast, a podcast from 10ofthose.com. This is a podcast exploring the character and attributes of God. Each episode in this series is an extract from the book Incomparable, written by Andrew Wilson and read by Neil Gardner. The full book explores 60 characteristics, but this series is designed to just give you a little taster, picking out 15. Each podcast is like the chapters in the book, fairly short, five to seven minutes long, and so hopefully very manageable. If you want to read the whole book or listen to the audiobook, visit 10ofthose.com where you can purchase the physical, audio, and ebook. So without further ado, let's dive into episode four, looking at God the Creator. We hope you find this podcast a real blessing. God created all things. This is one of the most important teachings in the Bible because it establishes the relationship between God and everything else. If God created all things, then lots of very common beliefs about the universe are simply wrong. Think about it. Materialism, the idea that the material physical world is all there is, must be wrong because there is a God. Dualism, both God and everything else have always existed side by side, must be wrong, because God created matter. Pantheism, God is in everything, and panentheism, everything is part of God, must both be wrong, because God is distinct from what he has created. God created all things, and by his will they exist. But if creation is one of the Bible's most important teachings, it is also one of its most contested, and confidence in it needs to be restored. We cannot go into the ins and outs of the debate here, but evolution is widely believed to make the Bible's account of creation impossible, and although this is not true, it still holds a lot of influence at the popular level. It is worth pointing out, though, that people may choose evolution over creation not because the science points that way, in many areas it doesn't, but because it is a theory that does not need God. As a leading Harvard biologist admits, we take the side of science in spite of the patent absurdity of some of its constructs, because we have a prior commitment, a commitment to materialism, it is not that the methods and institutions of science somehow compel us to accept a material explanation of the phenomenal world, but, on the contrary, that we are forced by our a priori, fundamental adherence to material causes, to create an apparatus of investigation and a set of concepts that produce material explanations, no matter how counterintuitive, no matter how mystifying to the uninitiated. Moreover, that materialism is absolute, for we cannot allow a divine foot in the door. So beware of anyone who thinks they are the only one without presuppositions. It usually means theirs are so dominant that they don't even notice them any longer. The widespread use of the word nature, even among Christians, also suggests that confidence in the biblical view of creation needs to be restored. 
The Bible never talks about nature, but about creatures, because creatures point to a creator, whereas nature just is. It is important to recognize this. God should be given honor and glory for his creation rather than everything being credited to some impersonal force like nature. This is the point of the verse just quoted. Because God created all things, because things only exist in and through him, he is worthy to receive glory and honor and power. Remember, the origin of sin is in knowing God is there without giving him thanks or glory as we ought to. Romans 1.21 In Genesis 1, God is said to create three things, the heavens and the earth, 1.1, living creatures, 1.21, and man in his image, 1.27. Of everything else, it is said he made. It is as if the word create is reserved for those moments when God makes something completely unprecedented, something that has never been done before, a new sort of something, matter, living creatures, and man as the image of God. Whether or not this is the case, the Bible makes it clear that everything that exists came about because God created it. God did not shape something that already was, but brought into being something that had never been, simply by the power of his word. That's why Genesis 1 keeps repeating the phrase, and God said. In fact, Genesis 1 seems to be doing more than just accounting for how things came into being. It is making a powerful statement about the true God, as opposed to the false gods other nations believed in at the time. Other people believed in gods who fought and struggled with one another. The God of Genesis, created simply by the power of his word. Other cultures worshipped the sun, moon and stars. The God of Genesis created them, and indeed created things, including light itself, before them. Other nations saw great sea monsters as symbols of chaos. The God of Genesis created these as well, and saw that it was good. In short, the God of Genesis is in a totally different category from everything else that exists. The fact that God is the creator should make us stand in awe. Nicky Gumbel writes, On the 20th of August 1977, Voyager 2, the interplanetary probe launched to observe and transmit to Earth data about the outer planetary system, set off from Earth travelling faster than the speed of a bullet, 90,000 miles per hour. On the 28th of August 1989, it reached planet Neptune, 2,700 million miles from the Earth. Voyager 2 then left the solar system. It will not come within one light year of any star for 958,000 years. In our galaxy, there are 100,000 million stars like our Sun. Our galaxy is one of 100,000 million galaxies. In a throwaway line in Genesis, the writer tells us he also made the stars. Genesis 1.16 Such is his power. God created all things. If he had done nothing else, this alone would make him worthy of glory and honour and power. Thanks for listening. 
On the next episode, we'll consider God the Craftsman. Don't forget, if you want to get the book for yourself, you can purchase the physical ebook or audiobook from tenofthose.com. The book has the same title as this podcast, Incomparable, and it's written by Andrew Wilson. Why not consider sharing this podcast with a friend so you can listen along and learn together? See you next time. Hit subscribe so that you get the latest episode as soon as it drops.